Hello. It's Hello. beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You're coming in with some energy today. <laughs> I was not anticipating this. What? Really? Our whole conversation about how I just want to like lay on the couch, be a bum, and eat Kraft macaroni and cheese is like not we giving had, me the like, same vibe. We just had like truly the saddest little conversation where we basically <laughs> both agreed that Kraft mac and, a box of Kraft mac and cheese is a well-balanced meal and all we want to do today. I think I have a box. Maybe we'll have the same evening. I mean, and it's like dairy. Are, it's fat it's carbs it's, it's carbs it's a whole meal <laughs> it's like half of uh, the pyramid there's there's no protein but like you're not gonna add chicken oh my gosh i'm gonna throw up the idea of adding chicken to crap mac and cheese i don't know why that's disturbing to me uh, i mean i would add some chicken maybe like some like tenders on the side oh. A real like, like a KFC meal. bowl. Oh yeah, <laughs> I really, I really romanticize the KFC bowl. Actually, we live really close to a KFC, and I told asked Micah the other day, and I was, I was like, can we go to KFC one day soon? And he was like, yeah, that that that's fine. Like I'll go to KFC or I'll get KFC with you. And I was like, yeah, I used to get it when I was a kid, and I described a bowl, and he was like, no, I don't think that's like a thing. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, I want their <laughs> shitty-ass mashed potatoes, some chicken, preferably of the popcorn variety, uh, their shitty gravy, some cheese, and a biscuit. Mm. Can I tell you a, a low point of my life regarding KFC? Because yeah. growing up, we used to have KFC, like, when we went out on the boat, my parents would, like get a bucket which is like hilarious if you've ever met my parents now this is like not something they would ever this do is also like nowadays. a weird like i would just not want to be on a boat with a bucket mm-hmm. of fried chicken well uh the two foods that i most associate with taking out on the boat are fried chicken and boiled peanuts so yes i am from savannah georgia <laughs> <laughs> um but i remember i think it was definitely in Savannah, but I want to say it was like probably like a summer in between college because I don't think it was in high school. But I like really wanted a chicken pot pie, and yeah. I just like had it in my head that like I deserved a chicken pot pie. And like I was like thinking about it for like a week, and then I was like, okay, KFC has chicken pot pies. I'm gonna get a chicken pot pie. Like, and the only reason I wouldn't have like gone out and bought like a Marie Callender's yeah, is because I, I would have had, I would have had shame to like go home to my family home and make myself a Marie calendar. So I was like, I'll just go pick up a pot pie and that'll be my lunch. And I like ate a pot pie. I like got a pot pie and I hated it. I immediately regretted that decision um, Uh, because of course. (laughs) Steph and I used to go to Costco every week and we'd go on Saturdays and we'd get samples. And so of course, like when you're like milling around, you're in the frozen food section, you see all their food. And I'd always be like, Oh, when I was a kid, I used to get pot pies all the time. From My mom would buy probably like the big box from Costco. And that would be my like, if I was home alone for dinner, I would eat Marie Callender's pot pie. And so I didn't buy them from Costco, but it was on my mind because of Costco. And then we went to the grocery store and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to get myself a Marie Callender's pot pie, take it or open the box, put it in the microwave for like three and a half minutes or however long it cooks for. And I did it and I took a bite out of it and it was so gross. I think in my old age, I've become really particular about my meat from I knew you were going to say meat. 
I knew you were going to say meat because well, yeah. it's weird. It, it's like, like wrong. They're, they're really big cubes. And I mean, listen, I eat so much fast food. It's not like I'm like just a snob about meat. It's like specifically like frozen food or even like I have a weird thing where if I'm eating meat that's like frozen or like that or from maybe not fully from fast food but like I prefer it to be like in the smallest size it's not like ground Mm. up but like I would cut it up really small if it was frozen that way I don't know why it like feels like less like weird but like I just don't want to eat like a huge chunk of frozen chicken I have a question where are you on like a Campbell soup chicken uh I prefer those are small chunks but yeah. I don't love them. I think they're kind of dry tasting. Yeah, they kind of creep me out. I like Lipt- the Lipton soup with like Clifford on it, where it's just like noodles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who does yeah. Who doesn't love a noodle? Speaking of a noodle and the, the meals that your mom would buy frozen for when you were home alone, we were a turkey Tetrazzini household, which I don't know if you've ever had. Oh, no, I've never Stouffer's had Stouffer's turkey Tetrazzini, but it is extremely specific. <laughs> oh, no, I've never had that. My mom, yeah, we used to do like frozen pizzas that was pretty a staple in the house chicken pot pie mike and i were just talking the other day about how my parents would always have tamales around Uh so like that'd be something i could have for breakfast uh we uh well did you know of the schwann's truck when you were a kid yes okay but i've only ever had one thing from the schwann's truck but it was what we would always get what was it Lemon ice cream. Oh, yeah. I don't know much more than that, but they had an ice cream and it had like lemon in it. And I remember that was what we got from the Schwann's truck. (laughs) Yeah, we used to, my parents were big on the Schwann's truck for a while. They had a a bar called the Golden Nugget Bar, and it was basically like a Snickers bar with ice cream. And then they also Mm -hmm. had ice cream cookie sandwiches that were bomb. And they were also huge when I was a kid, which I wonder if they've gotten smaller or if it's just that I've gotten bigger. But that's also like a Mm -hmm. thing I feel like. Where you realized that things were big just because you were little? Yes, 100%. Like, I remember as a kid going to the mall and being like, can we go to the Disney store? And then (laughs) going to the Disney store and then running to the back where they have the pile of stuffed animals and thinking it was like just this like mountain of stuffed animals and so desperately wanting the Marie stuffed animal from Aristocats. Um, and then I went to the You're Dis- really such a Darcy. <laughs> Darcy was de- also a Marie from Aristocats gal. I didn't even like cats. I just thought she was so cute. Um, but then I went to the Disney store maybe when I was in like college. I think I was just like at the mall. and Or maybe I was buying like a gift for a kid I babysat for or something. But I was like, I'm going to go into the Disney store. And I went to the back and I was like, I want to see that mountain of stuffed animals. And it was like literally the saddest looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so it like, was just like a small bin of stuffed animals. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> oh, this is absolutely not what I imagined it to be like. And that's definitely your perception because Disney has not gotten smaller. The, no. In no aspect has Disney downsized. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's my niece is obsessed with Mickey and Minnie. And it's so oh, that's funny. funny. I was never that interested in Mickey and Minnie. Proper. No, me neither. I was Minnie Mouse for Halloween once. Um, I see that for you. Yeah. You, you like polka dots. Red is your accent color. I see this for you. <laughs> yeah. Even at like three years old, it was already defined uh-huh. for me. Uh, hey. <laughs> 
Yeah, she's obsessed. And so my mom's like, she goes through and she buys like every little Minnie Mouse related thing. Like they have a big collaboration with William Sonoma right now. If you want anything Disney, William Sonoma has a bunch of shit for it. And my mom is just, I mean, fortunately, Mickey and Minnie are so like crucial to Disney itself, Disney proper. That like, it's not too terrible that my mom's spending all this money on something that my niece will probably be over in like a couple months. <laughs> uh, That's William Sonoma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least my mom's not like dropping mad cash on like frozen shit or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, Swarovski Crystal Olaf or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Me neither. But, you know, that's that's the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still fuck with, uh, this is what's confusing. I still fuck with Hot Pockets. Oh, but I went into I had a hot pocket in a while, but we've discussed this because we are on fundamentally the opposite sides of the frozen pizza argument because you like a bagel bite and I like a Totino's pizza roll. Yeah, I prefer bagel bite, which everyone I always gives pizza me a roll. lot of shit about. Steph I don't think there's anything. Too. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just like we are different in that way. Yeah. Um, do you have a <laughs> this is one of our many differences. Just <laughs> one of the many. Do you have a preferred frozen pizza brand? Um, I do. I'm trash. Uh, so I'm either like trying to be good and trying to be healthy and I'll get like a California pizza kitchen, which is like not healthy, but in my head it's like fresh, you know? Um, <laughs> That's what we then, got when I was a kid. But a then I, I'll do just like a fucking tombstone, any, mm. any frozen pizza. But honestly, my biggest pizza, I, I'll get like from around here, there's like Randy's is like a good one. Or Mellow, we, me and my sister really like a salad dressing from Mellow, so we'll spoil ourselves with Mellow. But Mellow mushroom. I mean, at my core, at my deepest, in my deepest, darkest shame, like potentially my favorite pizza to eat is a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> I was gonna ask if what your favorite delivery pizza was. Uh, I see, and this is part of why I don't like pizza, Tostitos pizza rolls. Is that Papa John's pizza has like something on the bottom it's like what's on english muffins mm-hmm. it's and like um it's like a it's like corn corn, corn flour or something like yeah. that like it's like grit yeah and they have that on pizza rolls and also when i was a kid papa john's had that at the bottom of their pizza too and i didn't like that so i basically swore off papa john's mm-hmm. see we were a papa john's family through and through uh <laughs> we didn't eat a really yeah i didn't eat a lot of pizza like that growing up when i'd babysit we would eat a lot of that's the like family would order mm. pizza hut so then i was like i started eating more pizza hut but like my parents were pretty big on even when i was a kid or like in arizona we had like an italian pizza place that we got like new york slices from and then same within north carolina we had the same too but yeah i uh i dabble with domino's because Mike mm-hmm. prefers Domino's and Steph also That's, prefers Domino's. Domino's pizza are really passionate. I think, and well, I know this is an unpopular Domino's opinion. Domino's a lot of good deals. It's like cheap. Yeah, I don't know if the I others think are cheaper, but it's like really the cheap. The garlic butter crust is a little much. Oh. And I know that's a hot take. I think it's just a little much. <laughs> mm, I like getting garlic butter and dipping in. Yes, exactly. And that's why I like Papa John's. I'm sorry. It's a flaw. Hmm. I mean, hmm. it's okay. Oh, I am who I am. I would kill for a, a pizza. 
Everyone good. loves pizza. Yeah, pizza's the best. Um, okay, so now we spent 12 minutes just discussing food, and now I don't really want Kraft macaroni and cheese. I more so want pizza, so that's something I'm going to have to deal with And once we I had a late up. lunch, so I'm in a pretty good place. Yeah, I mean, I just ate right before we talk, we signed on, but, you know, I'm always thinking about the future. I've oh, so wait, little you always got to be thinking about that next meal. Yeah, so little to live for. If not my meals, what is it? <laughs> Nor. You can't make it sound like a joke when it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we joke about with uh, Cheddar, Micah's cat, is that, like, her whole day is just, like, sleeping and waiting until she could eat again because she's... She's a little uh, porker. She's a little chunky monkey. Oh yeah, her name, her Instagram is Chunky Queso. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, well, who doesn't love a chunky queso? Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I had a couple, or I had some friends over, and I made queso, i.e., Velveeta and Rotel, and I've been uh-huh. eating the leftovers of that every single day this week. So it that's sounds good. good though. Well, also, it sounds good. <laughs> I got uh, like frozen super pretzels. <laughs> From Amazon, <laughs> and I've been dunking that in the in the queso. Things are going well over here, guys. That's uh, honestly, <laughs> I mean, I I recognize that as like just the clearest cry for help, <laughs> but also like sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, how good is the pretzel at the fucking Aloe Draft House? I know, and I love their queso too. Yeah, great queso, great pretzel. We've talked about the cauliflower. Mm. I don't think they have the pretzel on their... Uh, Limited menu. Yeah, it's not on there. Because they're out uh, to get me. Otherwise, I'd be getting it. Um, speaking of, Mike and I have tickets to celebrate our Christmas <sighs> away from our family by seeing Promising Young Woman. <laughs> I mean, we're going. And at, you want to hear the worst part is I'm so jealous. We're going. At <laughs> I'm excited to see my family, but I really want to see <laughs> promising young woman. I know. We're going at 4:20, and when we bought tickets the other day, there was literally one other person in the theater. So, uh, big showing. I mean, that is um, like I mean, I don't know much about promising young woman. Still, it doesn't seem like a Christmas movie. No. <laughs> It's, it's so, ridiculous as coming out on but Christmas. But then again, Wolf of Wall Street came out on Christmas, and everything went pretty well for Scorsese. And it's about the same caliber, I bet. Um, <laughs> I've just, like, Bryce sent us the soundtrack, so I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot. There's some fun bops on it, and I just, we were watching The Challenge, you know, my favorite TV show. It's back on air. Obviously, just came out. <laughs> yes. We were watching it, and the trailer came on, and I was like, Micah, that's what I emailed you about. Because, of course, I got the email from Alamo saying they had tickets, and I, like, forwarded him the email and was like, can we go do this? Because uh, I had asked him about, like, going to see Wonder Woman in theaters on Christmas, and he was like, uh. And I didn't know if he was like that because of COVID worries or because mm-hmm. of the movie. And then when I brought up Promising Young Woman, he was like, yeah, we can see that. I don't I don't think I've ever seen a trailer for it. And I was like, no, we've seen the trailer. Because every time <laughs> I turn to you and say, Meg and I were going to see that at South <laughs> and, and, and that's And how could he not remember that? I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then also we have 
I just some... can't stop thinking about the fact that Stars Are Blind is on that playlist. I know. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, like, my palms just got sweaty thinking about any situation in which they play Stars Are Blind. Like, there's no situation in which that disappoints me. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Also, the song's, like, decently good. So, you know Stars what? Are Blind? Yeah. I love that you just said that. <laughs> I don't bad. disagree. It's Honestly, while... While we're while we're giving bad opinions, uh, I'll go. My sister and I were driving to Trader Joe's, and she put on David oh, Archuleta. Crush. No, but equal. Uh, no, it was the Jonas Brothers song from Camp Rock. Oh, um, we rock. Not that one, I don't think. I just want to play my music. That's it. Oh, I just yeah. want to play my music. Yeah, and we song. were like jamming. And at the end, I was like, that's the best kind. Like, that's the best genre. Whatever that is, is the best genre. <laughs> <laughs> There's like pop rock, like basically widely accepted is not the best genre. And I'm like, no, nah, it might be. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, so Mike and I have made alternate holiday plans. And we are embarking on a 16-plus-hour road trip to go out to Utah. And so the other day I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God. We always talk about how we need to make a joint playlist of, like, songs that we both like. But I'm like, for 16 hours, there's no way we'll be able to do that. So, honestly, it's probably just going to be, like, the driver gets to pick the music or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, when we went out to New Mexico for my birthday, we let – every person picked an album to listen to from start to finish. And then we just like cycled through and then we did three songs from like your home state and then cycled on through. Yeah. That's nice. Me and my sister basically only listen to the same things. Um, Crushed by David Archuleta. Crushed by David Archuleta, obviously. Your number uh, one song of 2020. My number one song of 2020. <laughs> uh, the data doesn't lie. Uh, you know what? I like truly, in a lot of ways, I am very fortunate, but I think that my happiest moment this year was seeing your Spotify rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not like the happiest, it but like. It brought me so much the- joy. It's like the, the most, I was just so, I thought it was so funny. Like I laughed about it all day. I kept looking at it and like, it shouldn't make me laugh. I know what I've been listening to, right? No, yeah. I guess I don't because I feel like it felt like looking at a stranger's life and I knew it made sense. I listened to a lot of Josie and the Pussycats for a while. I listened to David Archuleta like 20 times one day with Darcy, but it just was so fucking funny. I just like <laughs> truly don't think I've, I've experienced Ugh. joy like that in like at least recent times. It was, it was just- I see you looking it up now <laughs> and I'm concerned. I mean, I like asked if you would put it on your uh, your highlights on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't yet. Well, Maybe I will. I will time. laugh. The part to me that is like the most horrifying is they make you guess who your top artist <laughs> is. And I was like, if I'm being honest with myself, my guess is jimmy buffett <laughs> and then they're like actually it was josie and the pussycats and i was like neither of these paint me well <laughs> i mean josie and the pussycats not that it's not that crazy i mean we did like rewatch it for the mm-hmm. podcast you famously right. like it well i guess see i and i've been now that i have like my own 
office, I've started listening to music more. But when mm-hmm. I was working from home at my other place, i.e. in my bedroom, I would just watch TV. But I wasn't even watching that much TV either. So I was just kind of like just like sitting around. I don't even know like I guess just working. Jeez, gross. Well, and that's what I don't understand because if I was making a true guess, if they didn't give me any hints, I would have thought with a bullet. Nicholas Bertel or John Williams because I Mm -hmm. listen to scores while I work but I think I listen to such a diverse score (laughs) it's like they couldn't crack the top three (laughs) yeah oh my gosh it's just funny but I'm glad it was I mean obviously I love Nicholas Bertel and I would marry him if he asked tomorrow but it's so much funnier that it's fucking David Archer it really is uh yeah I was a little annoyed because in my playlist I have a whole Avett Brothers live album and, and you're like, uh, man, that makes that, me look so cool. Well, that was because we were playing games one night and Austin queued up uh, the Ava Brothers and my Spotify was in the living room on the Apple TV. And then we just turned the TV off when everyone went but to it bed and night. just played all night through. And I'm like, I... It's not like I have anything against them. I just like really this don't listen to them. This is not indicative of yeah. my. I'm like, can taste. I delete this just because it like kind of throws off the vibe a little bit? Yeah, and that was kind of the same for like my whole list. Like, I left my phone somewhere, and they listened <laughs> to like so much of Miley Cyrus, uh, Hannah Montana, uh-huh. uh, the Best of Both Worlds album, and I don't know who did that. Like, yeah. I don't know why they would do that. Paddington was it? Paddington. <laughs> Yeah, Paddington loves Miley. <laughs> Who's Paddington's Miley's top the least ash- the, Miley's the part of it I should be the least ashamed of, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah. Who's Paddington's favorite artist? Um, I joked uh, that it was the Jersey Boys soundtrack uh, a while back because I was listening to the Jersey Boys soundtrack and he was, like, hopping around. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, he loves Jersey Boys. <laughs> Just like his mama. Just like his mama. Jersey Boys is in my uh, a top playlist. It's right right ahead of Right Where You Want Me by Justin McCartney. Oh, yeah. Which is then right, 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 also right ahead of David Byrne. You have- <laughs> this is so offensive. I'm so annoyed. Wait one second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, thank God. Feel Like I Do is number 10. It made the top 10. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, you sent- I thought I saved your playlist, but... I have it now. It's so confusing. Uh, this is this is a um, just a little runner here. Feel like I do by Vin Diesel. Cry for me from the Jersey Boys album. Cash shit by Megan The Stallion. Bridge over troubled water by Clay Aiken. That's just like a little glimpse into my home life. <laughs> you have so many weird things on here though. Like I, I need it's to- all weird. It's all weird. Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Yeah. Why? I- I'm not Monster okay by my Coco Romance. That makes sense. Monster Mash is upsetting. <laughs> Ultimate Lindsay Lohan. There right, but some... I was listening to the Freaky Friday soundtrack a lot, and um, the, the song that I like the best out of Freaky Friday isn't actually on Spotify anymore, because if it had been, that would have been on there. Tim Curry, some Rocky Horror. You had some ones, oh, Blah 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 featuring 303 by Kesha. Right. And that song is so funny. I don't know how, how recent everyone has listened to that, but it's really a really funny song. Uh, also, I was confused by my Fiona Apple lessons because I would have guessed Under the Table would be my number one with a bullet, but Relay came in first. 
Yeah, when Micah saw your your whole list, he was like, oh, I guess I know who is doing most of the the song selection on the playlist that they made me. You have to tell him I used to be cool. I didn't used to have fastball out of my head on my... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, anyway. Or Middle of Nowhere by Hot Hot Heat. <laughs> I used to love that song, but yeah, why is it here to, now? I used to like that a lot, too. Um, anything new and exciting from you? No. I'm headed back to Savannah this weekend. Just seeing the parents. Nice. That's all. Holidays. Very cool. Well, should we... But other than that get into the main discussion let's we pushed this episode intentionally so that we could talk about this yeah we weren't just being lazy no it was strategic laziness yes <laughs> uh so we both watched the flight attendant it ended flight last attendant. night or i, I watched did. it last night you watched it yesterday at lunchtime or something yeah don't tell my employer but yes i took a long lunch <laughs> i mean it's only like 45 minutes so it's not a long lunch <laughs> and before we get started on it i wanted to uh call attention to the fact that it was just renewed for a second season Ooh, okay. I I felt like they were kind of, uh, spoiler alert, setting it up for that at the end there. Yeah. But I could have seen, but like, I don't know, that hasn't always been super successful in the past. Like, I feel like, because the flight attendant's based on a book, and I think it ends like where this ended, basically. And like, they made like a season two of Big Little Lies. That was exactly what I said to Micah. Uh, Well, (laughs) because we were watching, and he... He was like, it feels like it's all just like wrapping up really conveniently. Like they're like, oh, we only have, this is the last episode. We can't make any more. And I was like, well, it's based off of a book. So I'd imagine that they're following close to the book, but they're also leaving some spoilers. So maybe they're trying to do a season two that's not based off of anything. So it'd be like Big Little Lies. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like season two of Big Little Lies was not super successful. No. um, In my eyes. Um, I'm sure it made money, but, you know, uh, quality-wise, not as good. But uh, I I do have things about how it wrapped up, but I don't want to, like, right off the bat, spoil everything. Yeah, so let's start with describing it. Uh, let's. So, an American flight attendant, played by Kaylee Cuoco, uh, is a bit of an alcoholic. She hooks up with a guy who's sitting on intersection on the plane, 3C. I love how they like refer 3C. to him as 3C. It yeah, the whole time. <laughs> it makes me giggle. Um, and then she wakes up in a hotel room in Bangkok, and he's dead. And she has no idea what's what happened the night before. So she's like running away from it, and she's a bit reckless. So obviously the FBI catches <clears> on to her. And then she takes matters into her own hands to try to figure out what exactly went down to exonerate herself. Yeah. And I will say he's more than dead. He is brutally murdered. His throat is slit. She wakes up in a blood, (laughs) bloody bed with a dead body. Yeah. She proceeds to try to clean it up. Uh huh. I love she immediately calls uh, her friend Annie, aka Shosh, aka Zasha Mamet, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and it was like, so hypothetically, like if I was to get arrested in a foreign country, yeah. she goes, "Do not get arrested <laughs> in uh, South Korea." I think that's where they are, and I was just cracking up. How much do you think they shop from like Everlane and Madewell for Annie's wardrobe? Oh my gosh, 
it's so Everlaney. Like all every time I see her. <laughs> but I mean, she looks good. I love I, I thought she was really I thought she was really good in this. Yeah. It's always fun to see her in a in different roles because well, she was on Mad Men. Uh, and that's where I first saw her. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she plays a lesbian on Mad Men. And she was just like very like what you a stereotypical depiction of like a lesbian in the 1960s uh and then to go see her on girls where she's like basically like a cartoon character with something different and then so to see her on this i thought that she was fun and i liked her and kaylee cuoco's chemistry i thought they had like good Mm -hmm. friend chemistry Mm-hmm. And apparently they became really good friends in real life because they got matching flight matching tattoos, tattoos <laughs> which also apparently all the tattoos we see on Kaylee Cuoco in this series are her real tattoos, uh-huh. uh, which I have opinions on. Um, but apparently the like the big moth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a moth. Sorry. Apparently she also she had been married. Micah was like reading this to me on Wikipedia and I'm like yeah I know she got married it was on New Year's Eve many years ago to a guy named Ryan Sweeting or something like that and it didn't last for very long and so it was like her anniversary date I think that she had on her back and then they did the moth to cover it up gotcha not important Um, (laughs) absolutely not important and also i'm realizing i said south korea i was thinking about megan's plot line which is korea north korea technically they're in thailand right bangkok that's on yeah yeah sorry uh i was like sitting here like i know i got that wrong (laughs) there's the cast of characters um i thought it was interesting to see rosie perez in this just because rosie perez has kind of had a year like, I feel like she was kind of off the radar for me at least a while. And then this year she was in Birds of Prey and this. Yeah. I just, like, kind of thought, well, at first I was like, they're going to hire Rosie Perez and make the character's name Megan Bristow or whatever it was. I was just like, <laughs> wait a second. She um, doesn't seem like a Megan. No. Speaking as a Megan. No. <laughs> she's She's much cooler than me. <laughs> And she speaks, like, every language and is a flight attendant. Yeah, I, no offense, but I think she's a little too worldly to be a Megan, uh, personally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. She's a flight attendant. Oh, no, now we have the, the cats trying to attack. Um, it's okay. We can hear that in the background. That's nice, uh, you know, uh, background noise for us. Yeah, I think so, too. But, yeah, so there's, like, that whole storyline, and that's kind of how I thought that they were setting this up for a season two, mostly, was that mm-hmm. the Megan things were not fully wrapped up and that she was selling proprietary information to <laughs> South Korea. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that was, like, just, like, a weird <laughs> thing. I was like, I get it. She's, like, the the, like, invisible housewife, but also... I don't really know why that was necessary that we needed uh, that part of the storyline. Like, I kind of liked how, I guess we're just going to jump right into spoilers, I think. I liked how it paid off in the way that, like, like 
Cassie throughout the whole show is like the main character Mm -hmm. and like so much crazy shit is happening to her you know and you're kind of like how can all this crazy shit be happening to one person you know like wow and to see like someone very like immediately in her life there's also a ton of crazy shit happening to her and it's completely unrelated like Mm -hmm. in the beginning I'm like is this somehow related like they were all on the same flight you know like maybe this all ties back in and then I thought it was kind of interesting that they didn't end up being related and they're like Cassie's kind of so absorbed in her own crazy shit which is fair that's bananas everything was happening to her but it's also like you don't know like this woman who you think is too boring to call and you know you're not like keeping up with is like also like (laughs) accidentally spying and stealing things from the government which Mm -hmm. is just kind of funny yeah <laughs> not like funny but you're like you know basically they have that heart-to-heart moment where they both tell each other what's actually going on and they're like damn okay we're really in it now <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely thought that it was connected at first just because I was like why would they throw this much at you for right. no reason um but now I'm like I think it's mostly for spinoff opportunities right but yeah I mean I like the show I really liked how they rolled it out, but I had also listened to her, an armchair expert, and she was saying that, like, oh, yeah, it's like a Thanksgiving through Christmas kind of rollout. We're doing two a week for a couple weeks, and then it's done. And I was like, hell, yeah, I love the thought of that, especially this time of the year when, you know, just kind of staying in and staying warm and whatnot. But yeah, I thought it was good. I thought Kaylee Cuoco was really good in it. Um, I mean, I've only ever really seen her in Eight Simple Rules, which I loved when I was a kid. I mean, I still think I would like it. Uh, I watched The Big Bang Theory for many years. And then I watched her in um, a Lifetime movie with Rob Lowe. (laughs) So, I mean, seen her in a lot. But I thought I was that gonna she say, was I feel really like good. I was aware of Eight Simple Rules, but I never watched it. Mm. And then I've seen The Big Bang Theory. I, I know that she's in it, and she's like their hot neighbor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't gone deep on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But no, I thought it was good, and I thought it was fun to to see her. Yeah, I thought that Dosh Mamet was really good as well. Rosie Perez was good. Um. The but, men are all so, so very attractive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who who did you like the most? So it's hard because, like, looks-wise, looks alone, Alex, hello. But uh, personality and everything, Max, a dream. I think I like Max the best just all around. Yeah. He's so hot, so nice, so funny. He's so patient. He's great. He also has a really <laughs> nice butt. Oh my gosh, amazing butt. I mean, I don't want to call Great out hair. anyone, but one person from and our group chat, I think, started watching the show based off of that shower scene. Based on, yeah, a butt. And that's a good reason to watch the show. But I will say also, I think, like, I just love his energy. Like, when Cassie comes over and she's like, seems like a crazy person and has a bag full of shredded documents, she's like, we got to put them together. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's so excited to do that. I'm like, Max. Doesn't he say, this is like, great. He's like a little puppy meat. dog. I love him. Or something. I think he like. Sorry. I think he was like, if only we had some weed or something like that. Yeah. So they could just like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that I I thought that he was really sweet and really endearing. And then also, I feel like oftentimes 
that kind of character will be around and he'll be like the boyfriend and you're just kind of like I don't get this and like yeah. isn't this just convenient that like your best friend who's a lawyer is dating a guy who can do all this hacking you know <laughs> yeah and and then it's like but I thought that him and uh the Annie character had a good deal of chemistry and I thought that they were really sweet too they're so sweet. Like when she she's like so mad at him and then she's like, because I think I love him. And then they're like, you love him? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, of course you do. <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. I, I thought like I really just liked a lot of the like characterization. Um, I hadn't seen George from Grey's Anatomy in a really long oh time. Oh, my God. TR so <laughs> Every time he was Great. on the screen, I was just like taken aback. So I was like, that's George from Grey's <laughs> he's aged really well doesn't doesn't look that much older <laughs> yeah no he, he's looking good um i didn't really know if i cared that much about he and the cassie backstory i mean obviously over time as it was like unfolding and then i thought it was really sweet that he was there at the airport and i actually teared up a little bit when she like got off the plane and she saw it him it was really nice he was, was like really nice. i mean couple panicked calls I'll be yeah. here and it was just like especially I mean it was just that one thing where it's like two people leave uh like they parted ways with a lot of like animosity or just like frustrations with each other but since they're siblings they'll always be there for each other which was cute right and I think that's like I think there's a lot of in the finale that can be seen as like like you said like oh this is like all kind of convenient and wrapping up really nicely oh but that's really believable like if you got that call from your sister from jail you would come yeah. <laughs> no matter what terms you left on and it would be okay and you would forgive them because that's what you do and uh yeah I think I thought that was really I thought that was really good and I'm totally just gonna steal my opinions from I think it was one of those Vanity Fair podcasts I was listening to earlier today I want to say still watching um and they were talking about how it all kind of wrapped up very neatly but they were like kind of trying to make it not like super cheesy so like she basically says goodbye to the Alex at lives in her head and Mm -hmm. she's like and he's like you know you were really learning to love and she's like don't say (laughs) like it's so cheesy for you to say you were learning to love yourself but I understand goodbye now and then the other part is like when she's two months sober and like it could be like oh well it's all fine and good now but it like she's on the plane she's like oh god I fucking want to drink (laughs) like it's really hard to do this it's not like everything is solved um so I think that'd be interesting. And I think it was Richard Lawson on that show said that uh, if there's a season two, he'd like it to be like, so Alex probably can't be in like her mind anymore, but maybe if it's like the drunk version of her, oh, that would yeah. be interesting. And I was like, that would be interesting, Richard. You should write this show. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we kind of had a bit of an issue with, well, because I like look down at the cats and that's when her friend, I forget his name, but the other flight attendant yes. busted into Shane, maybe? Uh, yeah. He busted into her hotel room and shot Buckley. And Michael yes. was just like, whoa, where did he come from? How does he have a gun? Yes. And then he willingly tells her that he's in the CIA. And we were both like, Correct. I don't think you can do that. Right. And so, and then it was just like, okay, well, maybe, like, they're both, like, it's going through a lot, and he wants to just, like, help her out a little bit by telling 
a little bit of the truth. And then when he like he tells her, "Oh, my boss is probably going to give you a call." Oh yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah. "No, I don't want this." Like just be- <laughs> she's reckless and she's a mess, but she somehow managed to pull this all together. There's no way that she should be part of the CIA. She definitely shouldn't be, but that being said, I would watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't make logical sense uh but and i mean they do like right like i mean in the first episode they like kind of set that precedent that they're like oh well you know a lot of people recruit flight attendants to yeah. be agents because they can fly internationally without anyone really blinking an eye so that was interesting but the other thing is i was like i mean none of that really kind of works very well because like Every time she stayed alive, it was like the skin of her teeth. She was not making good plans. Like, no. she was not being strategic. Granted, but she I was do drunk like all the time. They, right. They left a lot of things kind of open-ended. But, like, you were relatively satisfied. Like, it could have ended there. But also, you're like, well, Megan's on the run. Miranda's still alive. Like, yeah. we haven't seen Max in two episodes. What, what's he what's up to? Maybe up he wants to? to take his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. But was- I was, like, honestly, like... Zasha Mamet's the one who just lost her job and should have a cool badass job. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure Cassie gets a little more st- stability first. Oh, for sure. Well, we were just also watching and I'm like, I understand alcoholism is very tough. But, like, I feel like at one point she would have decided, like, maybe let's turn away from the booze as the coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm oversimplifying addiction, but, like, when she pulled all of those little mini bottles out of her purse and there was, like, seven of them, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean. You just got to have them on hand. Yikes. Um, but I do think, I mean, I think there's a lot of conveniences in the last episode. I mean, like, her Italian boyfriend got stabbed and lived. Miranda was somehow alive in the tub. Like, everyone seemed to live. Buckley lived. Or, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Felix lived. So, like, he can come back. I mean, and then it's kind of a bummer because I'm like, I do Buckley think, was like. really cute, too. Buckley's extremely attractive. That last in this in the last episode where they kept showing him in all the different outfits, like yeah. playing all those different roles. I was like, oh, that guy really has like a face that can kind of fall into anything. Because like I when he has a beard, that. he looks a certain way. When he has like a hat and or his hair slicked down, like it's like he looked like a lot of different people. And I he was like, this is a very different in the last very great casting with his hair slick versus like the wavy curly. Yes, I love when TV shows do that, like. And I don't know if they actually showed him before in previous episodes, but that's the thing is it always makes me want to go back and be like, oh, can I like spot him in a scene? But I don't think we got to, I don't know. I'd be curious to go back to like the first two episodes and see if he is actually in any of those scenes or if that's just something that they added in in the end. Yeah. And I also liked, I think, I think like you do... Like, I kind of believe, like, when he was like, we should run away together. By that time, we knew that Felix existed. And I was like, oh, I kind of think Buckley's probably Felix. Yeah, you knew that there was something Uh. wrong because he, like, it wasn't just like a, oh, I'm having so much fun. We should just run away together and live in this fantasy land. It was like, we should run away together. We should run away. He, like, kept, he brought it up, like, multiple times. And I was like, that's not normal. That's not, like, what saying But I do think, like. Yeah, I do think he, like, wanted to run away with her and, like, you know, uh, leave Victor or whatever his weird, uh, he's dead, Victor's dead, yeah. his weird crime boss life behind. But uh, I also, like, at the end, I was like, 
I kind of thought she would like pretend to be into him and be like, we should run away. But no, she was like, you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Cassie, you're going to die. Oh, my God. Yeah. When Miranda didn't show up to the plane, I was like, oh, this does not bode well for her. And then she like hopped, yeah. walked off the plane and saw him. And he was in like his like creepy serial killer glasses. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, I just I'm always just so impressed when people can look that different because like when he's like curly haired dancing on the dance floor, it's like such a specific person. And it looked like such a different person in Italy. It's just crazy. I know. And I also just like I kind of do love the idea of like well not in real life but like someone deceiving you like that and how like he you it was so believable for so long and then he was like do you know how many times i like pretended to be drunk yeah oh my god shit (laughs) and then i liked um i one of the most frustrating things in tv shows is to me when like a bunch of different people have a different parts of like the have different clues that all put it together but people oh. aren't collaborating yeah and so like when zasha mamet goes in to drop off and then she's looking at the screen she goes i know that guy i'm like thank you yeah <laughs> i agree he's been in my apartment his name is something dumb something like dumb i know <laughs> yeah i I think I thought that that was really fun too, and I thought that was like a not super cheesy way of pulling it all together. It was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like she would recognize him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a good show. Also, I noticed that Kaylee—I like to call it nepotism when I see it—but her sister was on the in the show. Oh, I didn't notice. She was um, who Miranda kept calling, who like worked for oh, Victor. Oh yes, the gotcha. brown hair. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but hey, I mean, good for Kaylee Cuoco, I guess. When I was listening to her, an armchair expert, and she was talking about this, which is why I wanted to watch this, she said that she just heard the premise of the book and was intrigued. And before she even read the book, she like bought the rights to make it into a TV show. Uh, and then she finished reading the book, but apparently it was like multiple years in the making. So, yeah. I mean, this is an actor's dream role, like, <laughs> to have all this trauma, but it's still fun. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked the tone of it. And I think that's something that sometimes, for me, HBO can get a little heavy-handed with. Is either, like, too much of a dark comedy or it's too, yeah. like, truly gritty. Like, this walked a really impressive line to me. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking right now. Oh, interesting. So, um, they filming began in Bangkok last November. And then went to White Plains, New York. And then in March, they had to shut down production due to COVID. And then they resumed with the last two episodes on August 31st. So apparently, apparently, I find this really interesting. Uh, Sonoya Mizuna was supposed to be the Miranda character, which would be like so different. And like, I really like Sonoya Mizuna, but I'm glad. Oh, I just lost Miranda's actress's name. Michelle. Uh, Gomez. Gomez. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I, I thought she, I thought she was really good at this. Yeah. I can't place what Sonoya Mizuma looks like. She's, um, ex machina. She dances. Oh. And from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I thought that the lady who did, um, who played Miranda was really good. 
I thought that because she was like very sassy and just like she had that air about her, which I thought was was good. Yeah, she didn't yeah. join the cast until August. Yeah. So they must have. It's always crazy to me how they film stuff because Miranda was in like half of the series, but they must not have yeah. filmed any of that I stuff. I think. Yeah, I think they like basically the stuff that they had to like really do was like the stuff with Miranda and Kaylee Cuoco in the same scene, which I think like, I mean, it's up until like episode four or five before she like places her face, I think. And they're like running down the train. I can't remember exactly now, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I also just like, I thought that the show was stylized. Cool. I mean, I kind of joked with Micah because I went, (laughs) I always call it Gino vision where they like <laughs> right. flash back to a different time or a different location. You get this like weird blue filter on things. And so uh-huh. I was kind of joking about the Chino vision uh, a la the OC. But oh, I love the OC. <laughs> I thought like I really liked in the very end when she was walking around the hotel room and it had like the little model of um, the hotel room and like all like all yeah. of the stuff, all the visuals that we saw throughout this series. I thought that that was really cool. And I also liked yeah. how, like, it was just, it was, like, fun and dramatic how she was, like, walking through and then the lights were turning off behind her. I just, I thought yeah. that, I thought that that was really neat. I don't I, know. I it was, agree. like, a fun show to watch. And it was. I had a great time. And I also think I had, like, no expectations for this. Like, I didn't did know this was coming or happening. This? How did I start watching it? I, it was just, like, on HBO. And I think it was, like, right around when. Yeah. Okay. So I watched The Undoing all in a day mm-hmm. and then immediately was like, I could watch like one more show before bed. And I was like, I'll watch The Flight Attendant. And I watched all three episodes and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I'm into this now. But I don't know why I would have started watching it because it's like, this is not your I thing. I thought it was, it's not my thing. It's, it's silly to me that HBO put it on Thursday. Like to me, it's like such a classic Sunday half hour, mm-hmm. you know, uh, slot like the run slot, uh, but I don't know. I had a great time. Yeah. No, I remember you texted me, and I think that we had just started watching it or something, and it was it was not something I would have recommended to you. Well, I probably would have because of the hot guys, but yeah. otherwise, like, this is not your kind of show. Like, after we finished yeah. it, we started watching Big Sky, which is, like, ABC trash, but it's yeah, crime, drama, kind of bullshit. Right. Ryan Felipe is in it. I think what appeals what appeals a little more to me about this one is like I don't know, like it's like kind of like like she's like a hot mess. Like she's like kind of a funny like <laughs> like female lead in a way. It's not like I mean, I watched all of Perry Mason, but it's not like that tone, you know? No. Like you're you're just anytime she gets away with anything, you're like, "Oh, by the skin of your teeth, girl." Yeah. <laughs> like um so I don't know. It just seemed kind of lighter. And I mean, like, right off the bat. Ooh, sorry. Hiccups. Right off the bat when, like, she wakes up and he's dead. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then calls Zasha Mamet and is like, like, uh, who is that girl who got arrested in Italy for, like, yeah. b- like, Amanda but she Knox. didn't kill. <laughs> she's like, are you talking about Amanda Knox? <laughs> yeah. I also really like the theme song. I liked it's how it felt song. like noiry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's very, cool. like, um bond animatic or like uh animation yeah 
I just, it was fun. It was a good watch. And I mean, the episodes were only, uh, unlike most HBO shows, the episodes weren't even a full hour. Yeah. Uh, only eight of them. I felt like they probably could have dragged it out for another two, mostly just to make it so her friend wouldn't have been saving her. And then there was the whole like CIA thing, but also like, I feel like like it's funny because like, I liked this so much more than the undoing, but I feel like HBO probably saw this as more of a risk because I mean, the undoing is like, exactly. It's like not their golden child, but like, I feel like people forget how many fucking people watch the big bang theory. (laughs) And I mean, it's not exactly the same, uh, demographic I guess that would like this but I'm like if they put this at the primetime Sunday slot this would be like everyone would be talking about this the only reason they're not is because you released it over three weeks on Thursdays and I'm not mad at it but it's strange it's a strange decision yeah I mean I really liked I don't I think that well so we yeah we started watching it over um Thanksgiving weekend so it'd been out for a day or two yeah we watched it on that Friday night or maybe it was Saturday whatever so we watched it then, and then I was like, oh, well, it's out now. I listened to her on the podcast. It sounded good. And there's two episodes, so, like, that's what we can do tonight. And so, yeah, we watched the next two episodes, and I was like, okay, well, I guess on Thursday we'll just continue watching it. And then so much so that last night when I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch The Flight Attendant tonight. Mike had some things to do, but he was like, well, I want to watch it as well because I want to see how it ends. So, yeah, it's good. What did you think of, I just pulled up his wiki and realized that he was from Glee, but Nolan Funk. Do you have any opinions about him? Glee? Yeah. He was Hunter Clarington on Glee. I don't, I don't recall this character. Oh, for four episodes, LOL. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I have no idea. Um, The FBI agent, the other FBI agent. Uh, did he go to the school that Darren Chris went to? Because that's kind of the energy I'm getting from him. Literally, no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I think fair. he dated was rumored to be dating Lucy Hale at one point. That's like the only way that that I knew like the name of who that guy was. I did like he did kind of have like a face, but I didn't I didn't put it together. I he loved- just kind of like was a guy and was an asshole i loved when the other uh, <laughs> fbi agent called him out and was like yeah let me guess you like went to an ivy you were in a frat and because you're white and you have those credentials you now have the same job as me yep oh okay so i looked him up and hit the music group that he was in is the dalton academy warblers from 2010 to 2015 so yes he did go to the school that darren chris went oh, to in well. <laughs> okay, well, uh, people also search for max thoreau hmm interesting i used to have such a crush I never, on him i did too we all did and i don't think i spelled i pronounced his last name correctly what do we this think he's crazy. up to? The guy who plays Buckley looks so different in every single picture on his IMDb. I'm just staring at him now. I thought he was so, so oh cute. Gosh, he's an extremely attractive man. He's American. Is he? He's so cute. He's not he, getting that vibe. You Well, you like got like a Matthew Reese kind of vibe from him. Oh, I yeah, said I the hair. I said I thought he looked like um, Brett starts the d i think from jane the virgin yeah, yeah. deep deep man or something like that yeah something along those lines uh he's in the vampire diaries oh it looks like he so. was he was in call of the wild you saw that 
famously I just the last movie. Don't you recall saw. him at all. It's <laughs> famously the last. Let's see who he plays in Call of the Wild. I have no Charles. concept of who he could be. Charles. Like Harrison that Ford means nothing. Or grandson. That means nothing. Was he? I don't know. I th- for uh, I know Dan Stevens was like the asshole in that movie. It's we'll deal. With, we'll, I'll look into this another Charles, time. Charles, Mercedes' to. cowardly husband and Hal's brother-in-law. Hal was Dan Stevens. Karen Gillan was Mercedes. Right. <laughs> they were like all the rich people who went to like Alaska to try to find uh, like oil and riches and gold, uh, but then don't. Oh my God. Huge news. Uh, go to what? the Call of the Wild wiki page. Okay. <laughs> Stress and go to the Call of the Wild <laughs> wiki page. When did our life become? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the cast members. Let me know if anything just stands out to you. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so much pressure to type really quickly. Bradley Whifford? <laughs> no. Only. I'm like, didn't we know the West that? Cast. Dan Stevens, Karen Gillan, Colin Waddell. <laughs> Red sweater. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> One and only Micah Fitzgerald. You know what's funny? On mine, it shows red, but it says this page has not yet been created. Oh, that's what mine says, too. It's funny. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to uh, tell. Micah um, Fitzgerald. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else? I feel like we can wrap this up. Anything else about, uh, do you have any other thoughts about the No, show? I feel like I would watch it again. So that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Okay, this... This guy who played Buckley has had an interesting, I bet, oh, mm, I would say, I bet if I asked Micah, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I, re- I remember him on Criminal Minds, because he's oh, mostly, like, like, Law and Order. Every time we watch a movie, he's like, where's that person from? And I, like, look it up, and he's like, oh, yeah, they're in one episode of SVU. I remember. And I'm like, no, you don't. Okay. No, you don't. Everyone has been on SVU. Literally every working no, actor don't. that's not, like, Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> honestly oh, oh that's so funny i oh. have a recommendation oh yeah what's that um i call this while. year uh and this week uh gifted noriega with uh what she wanted for christmas which is i will be watching uh, friday night lights and at the end of january i assume we will be discussing season one of friday night lights so if you want to keep up Feel free to start that now. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> gonna start rewatching it now. I thought you were already gonna recommend the first season of Friday Night Lights. I was no, like, I haven't seen. I haven't Christmas started. Christmas came early. Is your sister gonna watch it with you? I'm thinking about asking her if she's interested. Has um, she seen it? Darcy? No. Uh, oh, she, this is like some Darcy shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, she famously was like, "I'm not gonna like the OC," and then I made her watch the OC, and she loved it. And then she's like, "I'm not gonna like One Tree Hill," and then she okay. Watched One why Tree would Hill you ever so, rule off a teen drama? That's I, I have you. You know, I just I have, and I I don't know. You you don't need to be pushing me anymore because I have relented. Okay. Yeah. So just take this win. <laughs> I'm so excited. I I just got your card in the mail, your picture of you in Paddington, and so it, I was like reading it, and then I got to the end, and I just like gasped. I was so excited. <laughs> 
I mean, I was on the phone with you as I read it, and Micah was just yes, like looking were. at me like, what is wrong with her? What? Did I move in? <laughs> Why are they like this? <laughs> they talk literally all the time. <laughs> and they but record for an hour at a time. Um, yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's totally normal. It's okay. Uh, do I have any recommendations? I'm still watching. We're, we have one episode left. Um, long way up. So I'm just going to double up and say it's so sweet. The Ewan McGregor, Charlie, yeah. something rather little series. I didn't I didn't know what it was called. I'm like, I assumed you meant that Ewan McGregor Apple TV series. But I was like, the I first two this. seasons of it are on Netflix. I haven't oh, seen sorry. them, but Michael recommended that I do go back and watch them. And he said he would go back and watch, even though he literally just rewatched it last year. Um but yeah, it's Long Way Round is when they go around the world. And then Long Way Down is when they go down to the bottom of South Africa. And then this is Long Way Up. Gotcha. But it's just Fun. like, it's really sweet. And now I'm like team you and McGregor. So like, don't tell your mom that. <laughs> or maybe make it's your very, mom watch It's a it. very interesting place to be. I bet I will. Uh, she, she, she might come around then because as as she has been known to say, uh, <laughs> the fact that <laughs> it just oh my gosh, it gets me so good. The fact that Billy Crudup plays such scumbaggy characters is because it's easy for him, Nor. Yeah, because oh, he is an asshole. <laughs> uh, I listened to him on Sibling Revelry, and he was pretty mm-hmm. charming. Also, he calls his brother TC. His name is Tommy, Tommy Crudup. Uh-huh. And he would just be like, TC, what do you, you, that's how you remember it, right? And I'd be like, what a weird, I don't know, it's not like AJ or something, like TC. Yeah. It's like calling me like LN. Hey, LN. And that just, that doesn't Coming roll Coming from off the like tongue, an MN or something, you know? Yeah, um, no. Yeah, that was my big takeaway, I think, from that. Well, you, I sent you an article the other day to send your mom. But. Right. Uh, about <laughs> Mary Louise uh, Parker. I really yeah. want to find out if like people in her close circle call her Mary Louise. I would imagine uh-huh. because it's hyphenated. Yeah. It's like, have we found out what Lily Collins sounds like in real life? I haven't. No. But I <laughs> haven't looked into it. I started watching Emily in Paris. And I was just like, <laughs> who is someone, someone else in my life? Oh yeah. This. One of my, my friend, my friend Spencer was like, have you guys seen Emily in Paris? I hate this show. <laughs> I'm like, why are you watching it? <laughs> yeah. I think my parents started watching it once it's on Netflix too, because of the sex in the city connection. Right. Right. Um, Darren star. Yeah. But it's just, my mom was like, Oh, have you seen it? I was like, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Uh, yeah, I think my mom watched all of it already. Terrible. Um, cool, 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 cool. But so yeah, long way up. Also, uh, butter with toast. Oh, or toast love with that. butter. Whatever. Love that. Just little Dave's. Pop that in the toaster. Not even Dave's. Pop We're that doing bad boy like out. Normal. Mm, I don't know if I talked Dave's, about it maybe. on here, but Micah has like a butter dish that sits out on the counter, so we always have soft butter. Mm-hmm. Real game changer. That's I grew up in a soft butter house, but I don't currently live in one because I guess if I got half sticks, then it would make sense. Mm. But like one person can't go through a whole soft stick of butter uh, in the amount of time that one should not be leaving butter out on the counter, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. 
Um, I think I just spent like so much of my life like not. I I never bought butter until like a year or so ago. So oh my god. Okay, can't really wrap up the butter conversation. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.